welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going through all of Weezer's catalog, track by track, song by song. Um, I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. And I'm Zach Franking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter, at The Informal Log. And we have a special guest today, Eric. Uh, That's right. To my right is... Uh, Matt Thomas, the Rambo Minion from Studio Red Band. Uh, Thank you, and thank you for having me. This is great. That that was like the raddest intro I've ever heard. Um, I am I am a huge Rambo fan. I just I real quick I'm, I know we need to get talking about Weezer here, but I need to know what is your favorite Rambo kill? Oh, my favorite kill. Yeah. Damn. There's so many great ones. Like the mud exactly. kill is good. That the exploding arrow one is good. The uh, the Harold Diamond spin kick when Kurov goes down the tunnel and explodes. I think my favorite, my favorite one, is in Rambo Four, right after he cuts the guy's head off and he points the fifty caliber into the truck and just decim- turns that guy inside out. I think that's my favorite. Man, I you know uh, my favorite is in Rambo Three, the one you were talking about, where like. He doesn't just kill him, he, like, overkills him. Yeah. Like, he ties the noose around his neck, he shoots him, he roundhouse kicks him into a hole, and pulls a pin on a grenade so he explodes. Like... Yeah. It's so, it's so like, over-the-top 90s that I just... I love it. I love it. It's, it's so cool. great. It's cool because there's a lot of ways that went down. I know, like, uh, the guy who actually does the kick is, is Harold Diamond. It's not Sly. It's, um... It's the guy from the stick fighting scene in the beginning. Mm. Uh, it's him made up to look like Rambo. And um, he came on and talked about it at length. It was amazing. All the stuff that they were they were also going to do that was cool. But I know in the script, uh, in the script, Kurov gets killed off by Musa, which is the guy who who goes on, on the journey with Rambo, who leads him in. Uh, he actually does a kind of like a suicide thing where he pulls a grenade and he jumps on Kurov and then they both explode. And in, oh. I think in the other, the other original take for it, uh, Rambo was on a horse and he goes and he sees like the Zeiss the main bad guy on a carrier carrier, like going on, un- like under a cliff and he jumps off the cliff with the horse and he spins his knife around and he staples the guy's head to the, to the to the chair, I guess, and like the driver's seat, and he crashes the horse into the mountain and almost he dies. The horse. Yeah, and then and then Kurov Kurov comes up to him, and Rambo's like mortally wounded, and and he thinks that Kurov's gonna kill him, and he can't fight back, and he's just like, "Thank you, because you know you had to save me from doing that myself," kind of thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. I. I, I think the only thing that could have made that better was when Rambo crashed the horse like it exploded, you know? <laughs> I'm like, sure it's... it <laughs> Yeah, it's, they don't uh, mention you know. what happened to the horse, but there's a lot of horses that Rambo, that die around Rambo in, in that script. Uh, with, like, there's a sandstorm scene where the horse gets buried and he has to dig out the horse and stuff. Does he cut it open? Yeah, stay in it like a hot <laughs> No. <laughs> oh boy! One one uh, of the versions of Rambo Five was based on a book where they had a bear, a scene where this creature fights this bear, kills the bear, leaves it there, and Rambo performs an autopsy on the bear with the knife, which was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. 
It looks like this bear died of internal hemorrhaging. Uh, yeah. Um, well, welcome to the show, Matt. We're Thank you. <laughs> five minutes in, we're already like super off track. That's the best way to start it. Eric, Thank you. we're talking about a song today. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Photograph. Not the Nickelback one, me. right? Oh, I hope <laughs> not. If you want it, you can have it. But you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it. Cause everybody wants to love. Shoot it from the stars above. And though my heart will break, there's more than I can take. I could never get enough. If you need it, you should show it. Cause you might play so monastic that you blow it. Cause everybody so wants to love. So what'd you think of this song, man? I love this song. Ever since I first heard it. My friend Pat Barry had this had this record, and we would all listen to it while we were wasting time and hanging out and having a good time back in the day. And I remember when I heard this, I was just floored by this song. A lot of the songs on this, I I, I really like, like "Don't Let Go." I really liked, and mm-hmm. I remember I was at my friend Julia Innes's house when I first saw the uh, hash pipe video, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like "There's new weeds there. This is awesome." awesome i guess i just i discovered weezer in at a time of my life uh going into high school where uh there was really big changes that happened for me like super super big changes and i remember everybody loved that blue album it was everywhere you went and it helped uh, it helped me through a lot of that and then you know later on when pinkerton came out i thought that was a really cool uh you know, sophomore effort for it. I thought that was really, you know, I, I, I don't yeah. know. It's such a, it's such a drinking album, but at the same time, it's, it reminds me a lot. I don't know why Weezer reminds me a lot of Kevin Smith, but mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. from the Suzanne era, but I don't know. Just good times. Really good times. Oh yeah. I, I And I think that's what, that's what's really important about Weezer. And I think that's what this song, I think, it is about you know where it's you know the guys if you look at the lyrics the guy's heartbroken to me it seems like he's he just recently got broken up with but it's like remember all of the good times you're gonna get back up you know Mm -hmm. like the photograph Mm -hmm. of love you know it's gonna be all right um and I, i think that that's what is so quintessentially weezer about weezer in my opinion is that they they are just a you know they're they're a they're party guy they're just you know like hey guys we're gonna hang out we're just we're just bros we're broing yeah I love you know? how it took how it took like old school geek rock and brought it to like this new platform yeah you know it really it really I, I find like to to that generation I find it was a really, it was really cool because it really showcased you know um, I guess like how some of the simplest things are the best form or, or way of doing things and having brought back such a, a sound I think that was forgotten at the time was mm-hmm. really important. I think we really needed that. Especially, you know, at that time where everything was either alternative or grunge or you know. So uh what'd you think of this, Eric? Uh yeah, I mean I, I really I really do like this song pretty well, I think. Uh, it's 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 poppy but it goes into that it gets gets that harder moments at points you know um 
I, th- I think what Rivers is saying sometimes at per- certain points, I think within a song, even it 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 can be it can have some pretty good meaningfulness and depth to it. But mm-hmm. at other points, you know, it's just it's just that simple power pop, though. Yeah. Know? Stuff well, about love and girls, what have you. And it 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 definitely does go. And we, I, I kind of talked about these in the last couple episodes, but you know, I, it goes. It's a return to form, but mm-hmm. it, it's still. I feel like a little too much, like you know, Blue Album Weezer, and you know, I, I feel like they didn't adventure out further enough than they should have. Um, I mean, it, this song's okay. I mean, I'm not. I don't hate it, but you know, individually, I like it, but. Um, yeah, I find it's the Green Album is weird because it's it's a great album and it's a good comeback album, but you it doesn't kind of it doesn't kind of fit like what you would think of a Weezer trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like it feels to me mm-hmm. like like a like a jumping off point for Green. It doesn't feel like a conclusion. I don't know, but like you, you see, like right after Green, then all these other albums start dropping like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. You know. And there's a lot of good stuff a, on that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's almost like the, it's almost going on with, with what you're saying. Trilogy. I mean, it's almost like there needed to, there was supposed to be a third album in between Pinkerton and Green. Yes. That did Which get made. Should and have this been. This was the last one. You know, oh. If that had happened, it would have made more sense for this to have yeah. been there and, and what done doing what it's doing. If a third one kind of had happened. What what it should have been? It should have been blue, maladroit, Pinkerton. That should have been the order. Uh, and I will defend this with my dying breath. So, you know. So you're doing your own machete order. It's of Weezer's <laughs> albums. Look, it's it is the only way to listen to Weezer albums. You know. Uh, well, I, I heard you guys talking about those 121 songs he wrote around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have. They could have. They could have, you know, oh, they could have sure. done something there. I, I wonder how many of those songs were Maladroit songs, you know? There were quite a few, yeah, because I was looking at, you know, and I think that's why they were able to release, because it was like, O two 2 they released Maladroit, O uh, three O four they released Make Believe, and then um, Red was O five O six somewhere in there. And so it's like, boom, 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 you're right. They just came out so quickly, but... Hmm. Um, I, I think there, the reason why this album is the way that it is, is because they're trying to appease the record company. That's, that is my, that is my thought on that. Yeah. And, and we see that also with Island in the Sun, it just, the music videos with that, which we'll talk about next week, but, um, That's you know, I, too. Oh, it's such a good tune. It's the best song on the album. I will, I will say, but, um, <laughs> Unless we count the Christmas song, then that one's the best. But um, the because <laughs> that has two music videos, yeah. And you know, just because MTV didn't like the first one, they made a new one with Spike Jones, which is probably like one of the best music videos I've ever seen. <laughs> made me so happy when I watched it. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. But I, I still think that this is this is a reaction. This is way too reactionary. You know, when it should have been like. You know, when you're all, when you're, when you're writing about how, you know, you're, you're quirky and you're different, you know, then 
you should be quirky and different. You shouldn't be just. <laughs> anyway, that's my that is my opinion, my very important opinion that everybody needed to hear about the Green Album. Um, well, digging into into the lyrics a bit here, because I do have a couple things mm-hmm. I want to point out. The the in in the second verse, monastic. Mm-hmm. You know, as in relating to monks, nuns, or others living under religious vows. Why did or you the come building, up with that on your Or the own? buildings in which they live. Mm. It, it's just it can be also a word just to describe a building, but uh, right. I don't think that's what he's going for here, but. Well, yeah, because it's what what he's going for with that is you know, you should get out there, you know, be mm. be your yourself. Don't be so like uptight like how a monk or a mm-hmm. nun would be um which that's a great line i of course i had no clue what the hell he was saying or maybe kind of closed off yes would you say mm-hmm. is that a better because yeah I think that's, that... that's what that's why i envision you know being in a being in a order of monks in a in a, in a building in a convent or nuns convent i don't i can't remember what the temple a temple or what have you and and just being shut off Abby. from the world Right? Kind of, yeah. Monks are in an abbey? Abbey? Hmm. Mm. Abbey normal? Um. <laughs> well, I know that, like, that. Uh, yeah. the guys just, like, party out to the song a lot. And I remember <laughs> we were watching that Clerks cartoon when mm. uh, when when they released the anime for that. Mm-hmm. And they had that great, uh, can the virus kill the grimace moment? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, like, my friend Tom would just sing that to this song he'd be like you know can the virus kill the grimace no nothing in the world can kill the grimace as long as we all stay in the dome oh baby and i'm like <laughs> yeah man that works that works so this song is always like um i don't know just stuck in my head when i think of good times and good friends and stuff. oh good yeah. um contrary to the good times uh monks live in monasteries oh yeah there you go i mean it's not like it's in the root word or anything like that no. that we were talking about. Um, they're also called abbeys, by the way. Um, but yeah, I think that it's it, a lot of, I mean, because all Weezer songs are about love, honestly, in one way or another. And this, you know, it it's about being, you know, getting out there, you know, doing it. That's, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta shoot your shot, man. Yeah. Is this is this like kind of like the counterpoint to in the garage? Hmm. That's because, a great. Because in the garage, I, and I even heard it recently, someone else on a podcast probably uh, uh, <laughs> mentioning in the garage and and comparing it to uh, the Beach Boys uh, in my room. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which was a big inspiration for the song, I think, yeah. honestly. Mm. But yeah, that's I. I guess I can kind of see it as that where. But, uh, you know, they're kind of like you're within the garage that's so singular. That's about, it's personal. It's about him, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. it It's him in a relationship with himself, essentially. Like, it's okay to be this, you know, D20 rolling nerd. Um, so I guess I guess this could be part two where it's like, look, man, just get out there. This is don't be don't be so closed off. Don't be so yeah. in on yourself. Yeah, he's not he's not saying I shouldn't be so closed off. He's saying you, right? So it's somebody sure. talking that's to him. Sure. It's somebody talking to the kid who's in the garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this. I like this theory. Where are he's we going to go from to here? His, 
his past self. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. Well then it's really oh ooh, I like I like this theory a lot. Um have have you guys seen Weezer on tour? No. No. Nor nor I. I saw have, them have for you green. Met? I saw them for green. Huh? I guess it was going in more near Maldwa, but I saw them with Ozma and Saves a Day. Oh, and nice. uh, I remember being really charmed by both of those bands. I went out to the lobby, but I only had enough money left over to get one CD. So I got the Ozma CD, and I saw I saw one of the guys from, I think, Evan from Saves a Day. So I went up to him, and I asked him to sign my CD, even though, you know, it was the Ozma CD. <laughs> <laughs> and he, was, he, wrote, he wrote, like, you know, thank you on the CD, on the CD cover, and he wrote, Evan is not in this band. Which... <laughs> <laughs> It's for a very specific collector. Uh, yeah. They, they'll pay a lot of money for it. Yeah. And my, my niece got to see them at Montebello Rock Fest this year. This year or last year? I can't remember. But she said uh, she really enjoyed it. And they played some Smashing Pumpkin songs, which I thought was really, really cool. Because I'm a big pumpkin. Nice. I, I have another lyric thing. So my, my second lyric thing I said I was going to say earlier. So we, and it's actually another Blue Album call out to me. It's, it's, Calling back, reminding me of my name is Jonas. Mm-hmm. It's it's the outro. All of a sudden, in the outro, he goes into this thing that doesn't really seem to, you know, have any kind of connection. It seems to me with the rest of the song, but he it's he's it's the just sit drawing up the plans and re-erect it. So this mm-hmm. this kind yeah. of more you know architecture building engineering kind of thing. That's similar to my name is Jonas with his with his with his brother and mm-hmm. well and I I think that that is representative of you know he is he's supposed to be asking somebody out that's how I, that's how I view the song mm-hmm. um, or getting back out from after a breakup and which is the whole album of Pinkerton um, and <laughs> so even even if you blow it don't reject the idea just. Draw it up again, and try it. You know, I think that's I think that's kind of okay. what he's saying there. That, that's but how it, 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 That's how success is done, right? You gotta you gotta fail a hundred times to succeed once, and that's the name of the game. Exactly. I mean, I failed lots of times. Oh, failure is failure is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it as I've got lyrically uh, as yeah, well. Right. So you guys got anything else? Well, the thing I have to say uh, at, the, at the very beginning, what we hear right off the bat are these kind of some odd sounds, some spacey, almost spacey kind of sounds to me. Certainly some some of them created with guitar. And I and I feel like, you know, it, there, there's just little hints of, of that that they reincorporate in throughout the song. Like um, it's, it's uh, you know, like right after that chorus, the first time. Oh no, I'm sorry, no, not the first time. Uh, prior to verse three, so after after the second, the, the second time essentially, I guess. Um, you have the chorus. Prior to verse three, you hear a little bit of it, and also again, uh, um, from the chorus to the outro, and that little, you get these whirring sounds. <laughs> How's <was> that? <laughs> what did you guys think in the music video? I I like it. I always like those kind of like 
you know, behind the scenes footage, yeah. mm-hmm. music videos. Um, this was directed by Carl Koch, unofficial fifth member of Weezer. Yeah. Um, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, their good buddy came in and directed the video for him. Um, but no, I think that the uh, the music video is fun. Um, Scott Schreiner's in it. Um, not Mikey Walsh. He had quit by this time. So I guess that's all I've got for the song. For the, I mean, for the music video. Um, it's a pretty good one. It's simple, yeah. too. I like that it's simple. It almost feels like it was, you know, just a band just doing it by themselves. I like a lot of that stuff about video capture devices. You know, like when they do the little Christmas thing and Pat, I think it's Pat Wilson's like, I'm going to eat you now or something like that. Where he's, like, <laughs> where he's all evil when he jumps out. If you guys do that, I want to be on that episode. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite moment from that. But and I really like the, uh, like the early, like the, when they would switch up like certain songs, like, uh, when they play them live, I really like that aspect of it. Well, yeah, also. that's that's another huge thing for this one. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. This is one yeah, they would do that with. Yeah. Yeah, I went and, I went and grabbed and, and saw watched watched one one instance of it happening at least, and it actually involved uh, continuation uh, from the song into you know and just part of this song and then part of uh, song two by Blur. Yeah, with that's Pat Wilson singing. Would sing. Yeah, would yeah. sing and play guitar. And Rivers back on drums. That's awesome. Just a straight switch between the two of them. Yeah, I, I always think that's kind of cool when they do that because it just shows the versatility of a lot of the members of the band. You know, uh, I have one more thing I want to ask. I want to say about this song, and it was originally called "If You Want It." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which I think is a much better title than Photograph. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. They have a song called Crab on here. Like, yeah. they should do something better for some of the other ones because Crab is just, it's top of the line. That's a great title. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love overall, that. I think... Oh, go ahead. I, I love the hi-hat on, on Crab. That... I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, that's all I've got for this one. Um, um, the other thing I'd point out musically, though, is uh, uh, just like ten in the range of ten to twenty seconds into the song, mm-hmm. the there's the distorted distorted guitar that's only in the left channel. Oh, mm. um, they love that left channel. Yeah, it's like Van Halen. Well, like the yeah. early Van Halen, how they would <laughs> how they would channel all their uh, instruments. Like each, each, like apart from maybe like Eruption and a couple others, but each one has like a different channel, drum, bass, guitar. Pretty cool. Which, as somebody who has a really crappy car, I don't appreciate this channeling. <laughs> um, hmm. So, uh, my stereo is not good, thank you very much. But it's, I don't know, it's just, that's cool, I guess. I don't know what it means, but. You got you got to do a mono mix. You got to throw that on Audacity and then just make <laughs> make make it like the center channel and the left and the right channel. So no matter what channel you get, you get all the instruments together. It, that sounds like so much work that I do not want to do. <laughs> I don't think it's worth it, man. At that point. I don't think it's worth it. Like I'll just I'll just put it on my phone and drop it in a cup holder or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I think, are we ready to do our ratings? Uh, well, I think I think we have covers to talk about. Oh, we have covers! God damn it! Yeah. What? There's there's one cover <laughs> that I found by the Vibrators. Oh Ooh. boy! I hear they're vibrant. All the buzz. <laughs> All the buzz. <laughs> quite quite <laughs> stimulating. Thank you for listening to Feels Like Weezer. This is our last episode. Um, we're, we're in dad joke area. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. So, what, so kind, uh, what kind of group were they? Like, I'm just like, I'm oh. just wondering. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I didn't look further into it. I mean, it, it, it's definitely. It was on the. It was on the um, uh, punk tribute to Weezer. Oh, oh, so probably. So they're definitely on the punker side of things. So probably a punk band. <laughs> They're not. They're not chiptune, right? Not chiptune, <laughs> punk band. Okay. So now are we ready to do our ratings? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Zach, what 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 would you rate this song? Photograph. Um, I like it better than "Don't Let Go," so I'm gonna give it like a six point five. I'm. I'm what do you think? Like, do I? Am I rating this on just the one song itself, or against all the other Weezer songs? Against every every song, Oof. I don't know. I, I think I give it maybe the no same, way. like a six, six point five or a seven. But definitely on the Green Album, it's my favorite song. Hmm. Yeah, you can go six point seven five. Yeah, we could do that. We, we, we had a pie before, so. <laughs> or, or two pie. pie actually, double pie. Thank yeah, you. it was a double pie. Yeah, it wasn't it was, that low. It was photogenic of the time. I'll say that. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, man. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. What's your rating for this one? Hmm, um, I'm going to give it right in a row here. I'll give it a seven. Oh, look at us. That the oh, yeah. average on that is six point seven five. I did that math in my head. Sounds good. Wait, myself. We didn't copy the calculation in the spreadsheet. Oh man, oh, this is terrible. Scramp it. We're done. Now, now we know what we gave the last song because we didn't have that one either. <laughs> well, we did that episode. Um, oh, boy. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Matt. Uh, thank you guys. This is awesome. I'm sorry it took so long. Oh, yeah. The, the behind the scenes stuff with trying to get Matt on the show has been yeah. nuts. Well, yeah, uh, because we... I've been trying to also do the uh, the Tron the Tron minute, right? And I just, like, it Oh, it's like one thing after another after another. But things are starting to move smoothly now. So um <laughs> I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping uh we get back so, to normal. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh Rambo Mania on Studio Red Bands is on YouTube under Studio Red Band. Yeah. And then on archive.org we have the new Studio Red Band or Studio Red Band two, I guess. And um Facebook, we have Rambo Mania Forever. But the one, uh, if you go on Rambo Mania Forever on Facebook, you can find all new stuff. And uh, yeah, we got the, some pretty good guests this week. The real question is it four, like the number, or is it F O R? It's F O R. But I was going to do, I was going to do like the, uh, the sideways eight, like the infinity. And then ever, but, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> we got, a lot, we got a lot of, like, inf- different projects. Ever. 
Yeah, we've got a lot of different projects that we're working on, not just Rambo. So, um, well, yeah. Well, great. That's uh, you know, and so are you're you're on the movies by minute page as well, right? The yeah, yeah. The, uh, the so, website so, moviesbyminutes.com. Yeah, so for movies by minutes, it looks like I'm gonna do seven episodes of Rambo Minute, but those seven are gonna be like long, like you know, right. like like a week's worth each one, and then uh, I think we're gonna do Force of Freedom. And then I think I'm going to try my hat at Cobra because I already interviewed people for Cobra to do the movies by minute and some actresses and actors and stuff. So, Oh, nice. I think that's coming. I think that's coming sooner or later, maybe around May for the we anniversary. We more people in the movies by minutes community to do those like awesome action movies, like the buff dude action movies of the eighties. Like that's what we need. Yeah. Of, so, when I get through that, I would like to actually do one that's like actual minute by minute, like how everybody else seems to be doing them. I really, I really, uh, I really admire that because it's such a labor of love. Even with mm-hmm. you, what you guys are doing is great too because you're going track by track, you're going all out, you know. And it's, it's, it's such. It's. I know a lot of people think it's easy to do, but that we just press a button and it magically happens. But there's so much that goes into what you do. Oh, so. for sure. I really way more than I Thank thought you. was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's regretting. <laughs> I'm locked in for another two years. Oh, no. um, so, uh, Eric, where can we find you online? Uh, yeah, like I said at the beginning, uh, I'm currently working on Watchmen Minute Redux in a way, you know, because of the HBO show. Uh, we're putting out episode by episode each week, you know, just within just when within a couple days of. Uh, uh, of it coming out on Sunday night. We're usually up uh, Tuesday morning with, with the new episode uh, mm-hmm. recapping. Um, and and uh, then uh, there's my other, uh, my current truly ongoing movie by minute show, Almost Famous Minute. And you can find me at Lucky Mustard on Twitter and at Lucky Mustardine on Instagram. Uh, yeah. And and Google, Google all over for yeah, just, just Google shows. I gotta say, watch me. Find them. Watchmen's not an easy one to do either. <laughs> well, and we did the director's cut, so I was 186 minutes. Good episodes. God. Damn. Yeah. 186 minutes. Too That's long. what I'm talking about. But then for Almost Famous, I chose not to do the theatrical, or, or not to do the uh, extended cut. Mm. You just so did the theatrical. Yeah. I, I saw, just, just over two, two hours. I saw someone posted a thing about the... The Watchmen intro, because I think it's I think it's like that, the Night Owl saving Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never noticed that ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. We 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 delved in deep into a lot of the stuff that's going on in that you know ten five to ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it was and... within the one minute, and those those episodes of covering the intro were some of our longer ones. I mean, we we had some longer ones later on too, but. I think it was really cool too how like they have like the whole Batman, like the alternate version of the Batman Smashing Pumpkin theme in there. Yeah, for the mm-hmm. trailer. That, yeah, well, that yeah, for the trailer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. That I was... remember seeing that trailer and my my face just hit the floor. Mm-hmm. Out. It's like, oh my god, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah buddy and mine and I, we uh, we we dressed up for the midnight premiere. 
Oh, we were nice. both in high school. I was Rorschach. He was yeah. Dr. Manhattan. But funeral Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, just want to clarify. He did there's not walk into the points where he's wearing, like, the unitard, and then there's just the more, like, the, the uh, almost bikini brief. Dude, the movie yeah. came out in Black. March. We're going to go with the full suit, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you can find me on uh, Twitter at the informal log if you'd like to play video games with me i am on uh playstation network um the informal log as well so come play video games with me i'm bad at them so and i have no time so just kidding you can add me but uh and you can also find it feels like weezer on facebook on twitter at feels like weezer you can email us feels like weezer at gmail.com uh and you can check out this and lots of other great rock and roll podcasts on pantheonpodcasts.com. Uh, we just recently had uh, an episode of uh, Make It Stop. They they dropped their Ratitude version, or their Ratitude cover. So uh, you can well, listen what, to them. Well, what they do is they go through, they, they take one band and find what kind of what they consider to be the worst album of any one band. Mm-hmm. And they usually have a guest on that that knows something about it. So nice. Yeah, they had uh, someone good, I think, talking about that. You know, giving their take. Yeah. On gratitude. It was not us. Right? <laughs> Can I throw in something really brief? For sure. Um, if people out out there are in the Montreal area, if they want to come see us, we're going to be doing a live show Wednesday the thirteenth of November. With young Rambo Mickey Moon Cardoni. Uh, yeah, he's awesome, awesome. But we're going to be doing a live show down at Barfly on St. Laurent. So if anyone comes, I'm not sure what the tickets are at the gate, but they're usually pretty cheap, like a couple of bucks. Um, but yeah, come come hang out on the show with us. We're going to probably broadcast all night. So. Uh, well, this... that will have been last week, though. Oh, it's, oh, it's next week? That's no, this will right. be this will be two weeks. Or a couple weeks out. Yeah. After. So, okay. Well, if you one week. if you attended the show, <laughs> thank, thank you. you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming out. Back to go no, back. Uh, go back. They've grown. They're now nickel return. They're yeah. uh, no. Damn it. Uh, Dime back. That would have worked better. <laughs>